For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Now loading episode number 112. You're listening to the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the world's first and only three-in-one podcast. On what? You'll just have to find out. Here's your host, Taylor Merrick. Hello and welcome to the best podcast on the internet. This is the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the only three-in-one podcast that is enlightening, educational, and entertaining. I think those are the three topics that we're going to settle on for our regular three-in-one podcast. This is the three-in-one podcast, internet's first, finest. Joining me today, as always, is my lovely co-host and wife, Jane. Hi, everyone. What are you loving today? Just the weather. The weather? Yeah. In Wisconsin right now. It's a nice fall day in the neighborhood. We've had a very interesting fall week with highs ranging in the 90s. And uh, lows coming all the way back down to, like, what, 50s, 50s. 60s? So -hmm. we're like, yay, we like the low temperatures, please, but not the hot temperatures. (laughs) What's funny, though, is that my app, I have this app on my phone called Weatherbug, and lately it's been showing temperatures of, like, 140, and it feels like 317. Yeah, I think Weatherbug has gone and bit the dust. I don't know. Either either the dad is off that they're getting it from, or they're having some sort of interruption problems. Probably. Because usually it's not that wrong that often. Mm-mm. I remember you had to, like, you showed this to me, like, earlier in the year, and you're like, hey, check it out. It's the middle of winter, and it's, like, 82 out or something. So I don't know what's going on. As for the three topics we're going to be talking about today, we're going to jump right into the show. First one we'll be going over is the story of two stupid drivers. Second one will be about how to get offended. And the third one is beaten by a nine-year-old. We'll be right back. There was a time long, long ago when cars first came out, people followed the rules. Apparently that changed. This is a tale about two dumb idiots on the road, and I'm not talking about me and myself, because, um, you know, I'm fairly stupid most of the time. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm a postal worker. I'm the best driver on the road. <laughs> but, uh, no, seriously, we, um, recently watched two separate incidents. So, Jane, what was the one that you had to share? Well, not that long ago, I was down in South Milwaukee, Oak Creek area, and I took the freeway to get home, and I got off at the airport, and I just turned on to Howlett uh, Avenue. As I'm driving... By there's this minivan that I was behind. She pulled over into the most right-hand lane. I'm in the middle one. And the light goes, turns green. 
Well, she was driving kind of slowly, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to just try to get in front of her so I didn't have to deal with it. Well, nope, she didn't want to do that. She decided, oh, no, I found my brake pedal, and she goes... Brake pedal? No, sorry, gas pedal. And she goes down the road. I'm like, she had to be going like 45 or almost 50. And here in the speed limit, I think it was like 30. 35. 35, 30, yeah. So it was like around that. And she's like, she's obviously going down. I'm like, oh, boy, great. And I oh, thought to myself, over. I thought to myself, what do you want to bet? This is a stretch where there's usually a cop. And I'm like, what do you want to bet? There's going to be a cop up ahead. And she's going to have to stop or get pulled over. Well, what do you know? There's this little bit of a hill, and just over the hill, I see her. She's way ahead of me, and she slams on her brakes. And I'm like, oh, boy. And as soon as I get over the hill, I see, oh, yeah, look, there's a cop. Sure (laughs) enough. Sure enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you actually followed the rules, you wouldn't be freaking out when you're breaking them. (laughs) So mine isn't so much about somebody (laughs) breaking rules, although maybe they were. So I'm driving home from work, and on my stretch home from work, uh, I'm waiting at a stoplight, and there is a school bus that turns right, going straight, um, but it turned right in a way that, like, I eventually was going to drive into the school bus, because we were both going the same way. But the school bus, he had turned right, and he had gone down far enough away, and the light was still red for me, uh, but in front of me was another guy, and he was in, like, Super cool truck. So, I mean, we have like 400 feet distance between us and the light turning green and the school bus ahead of us. But he's all like, oh, the speed limit here, only 30 miles an hour. I have to go at least 50. So he guns it and goes all the way, just for no reason at all. He's like, I have to go real fast. And so he goes really, really fast. And he catches right up to the school bus, like, no problem, I'm still all the way back there, just, you know, doing the speed limit and driving, going, oh, what's what's this guy's problem now, trying to get around the school bus or get up to him and, or something? Well, it's a one-lane road, so you can't pass, and you can't pass, so, um, you're kind of stuck in, mm-hmm. in the one-lane traffic. Oh, is that the bug? I got it! I think I got the bug! Yeah. fuzz? Anyways, so I'm like, how much do you want to bet that the school bus is going to be turning right at the street coming up? Sure enough, the dude goes and starts to get ready like he's going to turn right and maybe, you know, go around the school bus. And the school bus turns on its blinker and then pulls over to the side. But no, it wasn't to turn right. It was to stop because then he put on his flashers. He was letting the kid off. (laughs) And, uh... Guess what? Mr. Black Chuck was stuck behind the school bus the whole time, and I drove by waving the whole time, going, and that's where going over the speed limit gets your karma. Mm-hmm. Kind of sucks, you know, but, you know, there's absolutely no reason you had to gun it and catch right up to the school bus, because you would have been stuck behind him anyway. Actually, maybe you would have been in the process of getting uh the kid off the bus and then getting up to speed and then you wouldn't have had to stop as long also you wouldn't have worn out your brake pads as quickly and you also wouldn't look stupid and you wouldn't have had me going by waving so uh those are the story of two stupid uh drivers if you got any let us know maybe we'll share them in the next podcast we will be right back welcome back to this segment this segment we will teach you how to be offended. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Uh, I just remember you showing this video to a friend who got a huge kick out of it. <laughs> so there used to be a uh, 
coffee house on one of my routes that I deliver to quite regularly. Uh, I got along really well with the uh, shop owner. I love showing him goofy videos, and he'd show me a goofy video, and we'd usually have funny stories to share. And one day, I, what did I show it to him, or did he show it to me? No, you, you showed it to him. Oh, yeah. I showed it to him, and it was a video called How to Get Offended, and it was by JP. It's this <laughs> yoga instructor-looking dude. Well, he looks hippie. like a hippie because well, he's he got like long hair and he's got the <laughs> he does like the, the whole yoga thing around it, and he talks like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he he delivers it in such a way where you're just like, okay, what in the world? <laughs> it's sarcastic, but it doesn't sound sarcastic. It's funny the way he he has this great way of delivering his lines. Speaking of which, I'll play a short clip from the video for your enjoyment, and then I will have a link to this video in the show notes, and then you can watch it and uh, let JP know what you thought about it. It's something that I like to do. Back when the Taylor Merrick podcast was the 3-in-1 podcast on finances, business, and technology, I talked a lot about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. There's that stupid gnat again. Apparently, I didn't kill it. <laughs> it's going to be like the never-ending story. <laughs> Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Cashflow Quadrant, E-Myth Revisited. I talked about books and other articles that I found and I made sure to give credit where credit was due. Uh, and when I started my vlogging, my daily vlogs, I liked to talk about a daily viral video, share that, share my thoughts on it, give a link to it, and then talk about my day. I like sharing good information. I found this very educational. If you don't know how to get offended, this video will show you how. And if you do know, this will give you some tips on how to become more offended, or at least ways to become more offended. So I'll play a short clip. I'll be right back. People have every right to see things from their perspective, as long as their perspective is the same as my perspective. Here's a water for you. I don't drink out of plastic. Why would you not know that? Hey, I'm back. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, Jane, I think I fell down a wormhole again. What was he talking about? How do you not get offended? No, how to get offended. How I'm dare offended you? I'm offended that you even suggested that I could pull you out of a wormhole. I'm offended that you suggested <laughs> the idea that I could be offended. <laughs> <sighs> Poor Jane. Oh, did you get it? No! <laughs> did you get it? <laughs> like, no, it flew right over my head. <laughs> okay, you can't see this, but in the studio right now, we're dealing with a stupid little gnat. Problem. It's just one stupid little gnat. It's been flying around this whole evening. You can't kill it. So if you could donate to our Patreon link so we could buy a fly slaughter. It would be greatly babe. appreciated. What? We have one, babe. Babe, don't say that. I'm trying to, we're trying to raise money at our Patreon link. So I'm, We don't have a Patreon link. What are you looking at? I thought it was on the window. On the window? <laughs> Alright. Fun and games over with. And we will be right back. <laughs> that was kind of creepy, babe. <laughs> what kind of an intro is that? Uh, we're back, by the way. Jane was just practicing laughing in front of a mirror. Are you okay? <laughs> you go. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I'm Tim not going to laugh like that. You're not going to laugh like that? <laughs> no. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We women, it's supposed to be a sigh at the end. <sighs> Except you're not sighing at the end of it because you start laughing again. 
Yeah, it's supposed to be like... <sighs> and if you're from down south, you're supposed to end every laugh with a... Woo! <laughs> All right. Well, we are not from down south, so what do you just do? <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Anyways, this is a story about how to get beaten by a nine-year-old. In a game at a baby shower. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not literally beaten by an article. Wham, 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 wham. My sister-in-law, who is, I think, 24 plus weeks pregnant, and we're planning her baby shower, which is hey. going to be coming up pretty soon. We were talking about the list of games, and one of the games I noticed was one that I had played a long time ago at a baby shower I had attended back in Aberdeen, South Dakota. That's where we lived before my family moved out to Guam. So I was like either seven, eight, or nine, probably a little bit younger. And there was this one game that we had to play where I was blindfolded and I had to race against someone else and change a diaper. And I come from a fairly large family, so I've had plenty of practice. I've had my fair share of practice in terms of changing diapers. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy. And sure enough, I won. So, wait, you mean against experienced older people? Yeah, you beat them blindfolded in I beat them blindfolded. folding a diaper. It was a paper diaper too, which is like super easy. You don't have to worry about diaper pins and stuff. It wasn't a cloth diaper, so I'm uh, like, this was just like, oh, I can do this blind. Yeah, I can do it in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you actually worried? Like, oh no, so I'm gonna go up against somebody who's better than me. Or were you just like speed wise? I was I was watching the other ladies do it before it was my turn, and they're like fumbling and like, and I'm like, oh come on! So I did. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Before you did it, you're like, I can do this in my sleep with my hands tied behind my back (laughs) and still beat you. Use my feet. (laughs) I don't know. Are you ambidextrous? You could use your feet. No. Or was it amber ambrofootress or how do I use that? Bilateral. What? I. Whatever that goofy word is where you're, like, able to do the same thing with your hands that you could do with your feet. Walk? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I can walk using my feet or my hands! I'm talented, babe! Oh, boy. Okay, I think think we're officially losing it now. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the baby shower because I'm going to be able to um, help women. Play this game. So I'm looking forward to being a, the game master at the shower. Ooh. So it should Sounds be lots like fun. of fun. And on that note, we'll be right back. Alright, thanks for listening to episode number 112 in the Taylor Merrick Podcast. So happy you're able to listen today. If you want to leave a comment, you can do so on... Facebook, Twitter, email, or leaving a comment on the show notes for this episode over at TaylorMerrick.com. As always, keep being awesome. We'll see you on the flip side. Babe, I got it! I got the net! Oh, good! fine. <laughs> Stupid net. Ugh. All right, sucker! This is the story of the one. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.